What is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of The Sarah B Show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guess what? I'm here. I'm here. I'm not sobbing. I'm not a puddle of tears. <laughs> I'm not a giant angry blob. I'm not feeling vindictive or pissed off. I mean, a little bit. But listen, I mean, I'm here. I sound pretty decent, I think, for uh, for what I've been going through. I'm sure all of you are like ready and waiting to be like, what's she going to be like after this episode? Well, sorry for the little hiatus. I uh, thought the last episode was, you know, pretty powerful. I was going through some stuff for sure. So I was like, I'm just going to let this one ride for a couple of weeks. I think that's smart. And I'm not going to lie, like coming to record this one, I'm like, where do I go from there? <laughs> like, Definitely like an update. Um, let you guys know what I've been going through, how I've been dealing, how I've been coping, uh, letting you know I'm still here. I'm still with you guys, believe it or not. Uh, but it was definitely a hard one to follow up. Uh, <laughs> I haven't even, you know, oof. I've I've had so many people reach out about it. I'll, I'll just say that really quickly. Um, well, first of all, thank you. That is uh, officially the most listened to episode I have. <laughs> my very first episode, the uh, Hi, I'm Sarah B and I'm a podcaster. That has been my number one listened to episode. Um, until this one, which has literally, literally like officially doubled that now. So uh, it's kind of crazy. I know a lot of people have been talking about it and sharing it with other people that are going through similar things uh, and like, you know, just listen to this kind of thing. Uh, and I just want to say thank you, everyone, because I've had so many people reach out. I I don't think I've ever had this many people reach out about anything in my entire life. And it feels kind of crazy and kind of amazing. Um I just had so many, so many messages, so many comments and emails and voicemails. I haven't even gotten, I swear to God, I don't think I've even gotten half of them yet. And like, I'll try to go and answer some and then more come in. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm never going to catch up here. So I just want to give a big general thank you to everyone. I've had family, friends, complete strangers reach out uh, and, and just, you know, give me their stories, their experiences, their feedback, you know, words of wisdom, just sympathy, just everything. I... To say I have a support system, a good support system is like underwhelming. Like I have a freaking like support ecosystem. <laughs> like I have a support universe and I just, I never realized that I've always said, you know, I don't have a lot of friends. I only have like a couple of close ones and some acquaintances, but I just, I'm, I'm un- amazed. Like it, it's unbelievable the amount of people that have come forth uh, with this and, and I, I've needed it so bad. And you know, 35 years, this has definitely been the hardest month of my life uh, for obviously all the reasons I told you guys. But yeah, you know, I thought things were hard before and I'm like, no, this is it. And then, you know, I'm sure there's gonna be moments in life that are way worse than this too. But here it is. <laughs> I have officially dealt with the the shittiest month of my life at 35. So um, and I got through it. I'm getting through it. So anyway, Again, thank you to everyone who's reached out. I've heard some amazing stories. I'll share some of them with you on here. If I, I think I could do like a two or three hour episode just reading through all the things that I've gotten so far, um, and as well as people that have donated stuff, um, you know, for reasons of trying to get out of the lease of getting back on my feet. I, you know, made some Team Sarah B shirts as a joke, just you know, to get some money going for it, and uh, and you guys were like, you know what, I'm never gonna wear this shit. <laughs> so basically, can we just donate the money to you and? Uh, uh, we'll get into that all, but just thank you guys so, so, so much. Um, so, you know what? Let's get right into it. I'm going to go into uh, stuff that you guys have been doing for me, which has been great. I'm going to go into just an update of everything that's been going on at home, you know, living with Satan himself. Just kidding. Kind of. 
Um, I'm going to go into how I've been dealing with everything and just, yeah, you know, everything is different for everyone. But here is my journey, Sarah B's guide to healing through a breakup. All right. So I want to start off again by saying thank you again. Uh, to everyone that has just, you know, come forth, donated, given me time, given me just, you know, like I said, words of wisdom, advice, their own experiences, complete strangers sharing their raw experiences and stories with me that is like, honestly helped so much like on one hand it's like my god like everybody's gone through this like people are just shit like <laughs> why would I ever want to love or trust again but also like you just it really helps you heal showing that like people have been through exactly what you've been through and sometimes way way worse you know and they've gone through it they're back on their feet many years later so much happier and so just hearing stories like that from you guys has helped so much uh, I want to shout out one woman who wrote me an email and I never responded. I need to. It's just, again, it's been overwhelming. <laughs> it's been so many. I'm so sorry, everyone. Uh, but she reached out and said, basically, she was like the same guy that John was. Like, described him, and he was like spot on verbatim. If I remember right, I swear she said they were married for like 12 years or something like that. It was a lot longer than even John and I had been together. And basically the same stuff, same stuff. And she said that, you know, he was a narcissist. She was always trying to, like, be the people pleaser, trying to make sure it would work, you know, never giving up, just like me. And she's like, you know what? He dumped me. And she said, I don't think I would have ever been able to do it myself. I, I think I would have stayed there in that toxic relationship forever because I would have never been able to do it myself. And that's what she said, too. She, when he broke up with her, she had done everything. She was always there. And then he left her, and it was just like, shock and unbelievable and just absolute heartbreak and not to mention that but like I think she said it was either two weeks or two months later either way that's still very quick uh he was already with another girl and ended up getting her pregnant when he didn't want like you know kids and stuff like that with her oh my god I just I can't even imagine so like I said just complete strangers sharing sharing their stories like that with me it's just it's crazy so my heart literally goes out to all of you guys um you know so many people have reached out saying they're going through the same thing right now going through divorces going through breakups, just ugly and mean and just, you know what? I'm so sorry. I, I am. It, it sucks. This really sucks. It sucks when the person that you've confided everything in and just like literally have given your whole heart to just completely stabs it <laughs> with a freaking dagger and just doesn't care, like just watches you suffer and die. Like it's hard. It, it's really, really difficult when somebody you loved and thought you're going to spend forever with does things like that. Like it sucks, but just know there's a lot of us right now, and we are all in this together. We're all in this together. Let's just all go watch High School Musical and hold hands, okay? But no, for real, uh, it just it really helps knowing that other people are, are going through the same stuff, and uh, and we can all, you know, seriously be in this together and, and help each other and support each other. So I'm going to keep trying to get back to all of your messages and comments, and I even have, like, family members that have, have messaged me, and I've seen their names pop up, and I just haven't. I haven't even had the time. I have not had the time to get back, and I need to. I really need to. So anyway, again, thank you. And again, I said all the donations, too, that have been coming in, and people that have been buying the Team Sarah B shirt, all the extra support on OnlyFans. Like, you guys, oh, my God, I, unbelievable. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will say there's been some, like, really significant ones, too, and I just uh, at first was freaking out. 
because I'm me and I get very guilty and I feel bad and I feel like I don't deserve these things. And I had uh, one of my best friends told me uh, and she is, you know, very well off and has done very good for herself and very proud of her. And she is like, you know what? I love to do things like this as well. And as somebody who likes to do things like this and when you can just know it's because you can and you want to help and you're wanting to give this help and basically like just be grateful for it just show gratitude when when somebody gives a gift like this like they don't want you to say you feel bad or feel guilty like that's not what you want to hear and when I put myself in that position I'm like you're right I wouldn't want to hear that either so you know just I am I am so grateful the gratitude I feel is just unbelievable and I am just so thankful uh for all of you guys so anyway enough of that I love kissing your asses (laughs) you guys have all been amazing seriously and uh, the support continues to to come in and I just I really love it so thank you thank you thank you um let's see that being said uh let's get into I guess how the last few weeks have been um personally like I said whenever uh, John told me he needed space uh those two weeks two and a half weeks that we just really didn't talk hardly at all and you know was going through the whole thing with my mom uh I just kind of knew in my heart that it was over at that point like I I braced myself, I think, for the breakup. When he told me he needed space like that, like, I took that as he's done, which obviously was the right thing to do (laughs) because he was. But I think from that point, I started treating it like it was a breakup and started trying to heal in that moment and move forward already because I just kind of knew in my gut that that was it. So I think when he did break up with me and I didn't freak out, I didn't get angry, I didn't get sad or cry or, like, act like you know, have some big ordeal happen right in front of him. I think it probably shocked him because he's like, wow, I really expected more than this. But I had already begun to grieve and and have my angry phases and heal through that. Um, Something, again, I don't know if I said this in the last podcast that has helped me greatly is, and I never thought I would say this because people used to say this and I would be like, like cringe inside because I'm just like, oh, that doesn't work. Or, oh, you're one of those people. But meditation, y'all. Like, And I'm going to say right now, like, I am not good at it. I have like insane ADHD. I, oh my God, like I'm that person that will get on Instagram to like find something or to look at something. And the second it pops up, there's a reel and I get distracted and I'll be on there scrolling for 30 minutes and forget what I ever was even going to do. Like, or, you know, I hear a noise and I, my mind starts wondering, like, I I just, I can. So (laughs) when you do meditation, you know, it's about breathing, not thinking about anything, any thoughts that come in your head, you push them out, no distractions. It's, it's difficult, but it really, really helps. And like, it's all about like in moments where you feel like insane anger or sadness or any kind of crazy feeling, like you just come back to your breath. You know what I mean? Just close your eyes, breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth and just count your breath for a minute. Like it really does help. And what I personally use, and it's the only app I've ever, I think paid for is the Headspace app. I really love it. It is pricey, um, and I'm always broke, but I will say this is, I just resubscribed for a third year. That's how much I swear by this app, especially for somebody that doesn't even know where to begin with meditation or how to do it. They have like all this self-guided meditation and it's helped me so much because they also have a search bar where even this past few weeks I've went and typed in like massive panic attack or like extreme depression <laughs> or like losing everything or specifically dealing with a breakup and they have a whole like 10 session course on dealing with a breakup. It's like 12 minutes a day for 10 days and their instructors are great. They talk you through everything. It's helped me so much. I'm actually doing the breakup course again for a second time now. Um, but it just teaches you so, so much like about acceptance and, you know, accountability and 
specifically patience because I think that's what I've been doing a lot of is I was trying to rush through the healing process. Like, just get me through this. Let me get on the other side. Let me feel better. I don't want to feel this feelings anymore. And that's what it teaches you is like, you can't do that. You have to be patient. You have to feel all of this, every feeling that there is and don't rush it. Like another, like to get through to the other side and, you know, come up better and really, really like heal yourself. Um, you got to feel it all. <laughs> it sucks. Oh, it sucks so much. I'll say, I think the first two weeks for me were completely grieving it. I had a good friend that I used to work with at REI and reach out to, and she's like, don't rush this. Really, don't grieve. Grieve, grieve, grieve as much as you possibly can, whatever way you can, grieve. And I did. I was a bawling, blubbering mess for two effing weeks. And I still have these moments. Like, I feel a lot stronger now. I feel I feel really good, and I'll get to that. I'm surprised I feel this good this quickly. I say quickly, a few weeks, but I'll still, still be sitting there watching something. Like, I was watching a stupid – it was Gilmore. Gilmore Girls. I can't stop watching you guys, but I was watching it and there was a guy that like was going like bending over backwards and it's just a TV show. But for this girl that he liked to try to impress her mom that only wanted her to date like a Korean guy that was going to be a doctor. (laughs) Um, And you know what I'm talking about if you've watched this. But basically it just like made me start bawling out of nowhere because I'm like, look, this guy is doing everything for her just for a chance to date her. And like my guy for five years couldn't even do anything for me. You know, it's just little things that trigger you and set you off like kind of when you least expect it. But Anyway, I did. I grieved for two weeks. I cried. I cried. I cried. I cried. I cried so much. And I never let him see me. I I tried not to. You know, I would make it to my room. I'd, I'd be doing my meditation and I'd just start bawling through it, like just crying. I think the third week for me is when I finally started feeling anger, like a lot of anger. And it took a lot of self-control to not like just lash out on him um, and say crappy things and, and just like fly off the handle for whatever reason. Um but with the anger actually came the roller coaster and something else I did, like if you ever Google like how to get through a breakup or talk to your therapist, everyone will tell you there's stages. There's like five stages or seven stages or something that you go through. There's like denial and then there's bargaining and then like sadness, anger, acceptance, depression, which is the hardest one apparently. And then you move on or I don't know, something like that. It's something like that. But basically like... I was so set on that that I was like constantly trying to be like, okay, I think I'm in the anger phase now. Okay, I think I'm in the, you know, bargain phase now. Like I <laughs> I was constantly trying to decide what phase I was in, but it wasn't, it was like, it could be like hour to hour I would change. Like, and that's how it was that third week really for me is, you know, like it'd be like one day I was really effing sad. The next day I was freaking angry. And then the next day I was happy and I felt like so good. Like I was on a high, like I can do this, like all these new things coming for me and all the possibilities. And then the next day I would be like, absolutely just depressed. And it sucks. It always like was that sad, depressing one came after the high and the happiness. So like while I felt that high and the happiness, I would really enjoy it and be like, I, I'm loving every second of this. Cause I know tomorrow I'm going to feel like absolute shit. <laughs> and, it, and it's true. And it's kind of gotten better. Um, I I've been feeling a lot less of the sad days and a lot less of the anger. It's kind of just like, calm now you know and and my therapist who I absolutely by the way love she's amazing the other day she paused and she's like I'm trying to find the right words and she's like I'm sorry but I cuss like a sailor and I'm trying to use my professional words (laughs) and she's like not a lot of people like it when I use that kind of like talk and I was like oh my god I love you I was like I've always been trying to censor myself through these as well so speak freely please but um 
But she told me that basically you're going to feel all these things and you're going to have those modes of like, oh, I want him to want me back. Oh, I want him to ask me to be back so I can tell him no. You know, you're going to be wanting that glow up and, and this and that. And she's like, but eventually you're just not going to care anymore. You're going to feel numb. And she goes, and I don't mean numb as in like you're so angry that you're numb or you're so sad you're just numb. She's like, you're just not going to feel anything for him like at all. Like you're just not going to care. And that is when you just know that you're just over it. And I'm like, man, man, I can't wait to get there. <laughs> I, I really can't wait to get there. But uh, but I've been good. I, I feel like this last week for me was the strongest week I've had. Um, I genuinely have felt every single day some more growth. Every single day I feel better and stronger and happier. And there's less of the crying, sobbing moments and, and whatnot. Um, and I will say like every week I've been seeing my therapist online and when she asked me, she always starts off by asking me, well, first she asked about my mom, which is so sweet. And then she says, how are you doing? And every week I've been like, not great. Or even worse than last week. I feel like I'm cursed. Like I literally feel like I sound like Eeyore. Like every time she asked me, but I was like driving my car on the way home and my therapy appointment was in a couple hours. And I was so excited thinking about it. Cause I was like, Oh my God, when she asked me today, how are you? I'm going to be like, I'm freaking great because I am. I, I feel so much better, you guys. Um, I just do. And I didn't expect it to be this quick. And I again, that's another thing I've been learning is like everybody says, everybody heals differently. Everybody's healing journey is completely different in length. Nothing is linear. You're going to have these roller coasters, these ups and downs, these circle backs. But I just, I don't know. Like I feel really good and that makes me really happy. So obviously I'm still sad. There's still some more drama and craziness going on. Um, but let's get into, I guess, how it's been living with, uh, living with the enemy. So as you guys know, John and I still have five or six months left in our lease. Uh, I was the one who went to the office and, and ask him about what the process would be like. And it's a lot and it has its goodness, bads. Like, you know, I, I really like that not one person can leave without the complete consent signature and everything of the other person, because I've had that happen to me before or somebody tried to do that and it's not fun. So it gives me comfort that like that just couldn't happen. So I can't be like left out to dry or hang left to hang dry, left out to hang drying. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, Basically, I'm not going to get fucked over (laughs) Uh, by having to, like, stay and pay everything. But uh, anyway, so, but it's been weird. And, like, my therapist said that as well. She's like, well, she's also labeled John completely as a 100% a narcissist by everything he's done and all of his moves and actions and the way he is. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I never really, I, I guess I always thought that could be the case. But now I'm, like, really seeing it. And she's like, there's different levels and you know, places on the spectrum where there's like hardcore and you don't meet a lot of them. But she's like, he's definitely like not light. He's definitely like there in the middle. <laughs> and um, that's what she was trying to decipher. Like, what was this move that he did? Like, did he just not think this through? Was it a spur of the moment? Was it like, why would you break up with somebody specifically when you know that you have to spend the next six months with them? Like the timing of it all. And, you know, that had even been my thought. Like, I had even thought about breaking up or like, you know, possibly not doing another lease together with how things had been going and just basically like me not getting treated the way I want to me feeling like everything is coming up short and it's just me doing everything in this relationship. And I'm like, you know, it has been five years. I do love him, but is this what I want forever? Like, do I want to break it now and get out after this lease? And maybe we can go find people that are more like 
our personalities. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not fair to either of us because whatever. But even then when I had that thought, I was thinking, okay, if by like, you know, giving your all, really try to make it work, if by like March it's still not great, then you can have this conversation. Then you can start looking at separate places. But to actually like break up like that, just on a whim, no talking about it, literally give me a one freaking liner of like, my heart's not in it anymore. Like five years and that's all you tell me. Like I still don't really have any closure. And, you know, I've I've thought about wanting to reopen that conversation and have the talk. But at this point, what does it matter? You know, it's over. It is what it is. I don't think closure is going to make me feel any better. It's just going to reopen old wounds. But it just really sucks to like have that like rug ripped out from under you after five years and a little shitty one-liner that's so generic. My heart's just not in it anymore. So I don't even know if I'll ever know the real reason. Was it another girl? Who knows? That's what a lot of people think. Um, I don't like to think about that. Thinking about him with somebody else, especially that quickly, really guts me. Um, personally, I felt that maybe he just like didn't want to deal with the fight we were in. And he was like, it'll be easier to break up because I don't want to communicate because he freaking hates it. But all that being said, like, there's been some ways he's been acting, which I'll get into in a second here, that makes me think, like, oh, maybe he really was just listening to his friends at work, or maybe he really did make a mistake, and now he wants it back. But the thing that kills me is, like, the fact that he changed his freaking, all of his profile pictures to a picture of himself and all of his statuses to single the very next day. Like, that's a statement. That's like not only am I ripping your heart out, I'm also throwing it on the floor, spitting on it and stomping on it and taking a piss on it. Like that was an epic statement. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever know that what he was thinking, what was going through his head, what was the purpose of all of that. I really don't. And I, and I am really trying not to care. And I'm getting better at it every day. But here's an interesting thing that happened. So, um, you know, the first week after he broke up with me uh, officially, he was just very cold. We had like a little bit of words one night that wasn't cool. Just trying to, you know, I'm hurt. I'm angry. We're trying to negotiate boundaries and be fair and respectful and this and that. So obviously he was in the second bedroom on his little air mattress, you know, kept the door shut constantly, was up there watching TV, literally would come down to eat dinner, sit at the island in the kitchen and then go right back upstairs, say nothing to me. It was very cold, very awful, just shit, really. So that was like about the first week. And week two, like, I'm already starting to feel good because, again, week two of our breakup is basically like week four for me because I already had been dealing with it and healing like it was a breakup, right? So, and I'll say, too, like, I know the thing about after a breakup, you have that glow up after you've been dumped, right? You get your revenge body going on. You start feeling good. Well, I started working on myself early this year. I don't even care. I'm going to tell my weight right now. I started this year. I had ballooned back up <laughs> after, you know, a couple of years. And it's hard. It's easy to do when you're in a relationship and you're always going out. You're always drinking. You're always eating bad. But I had done good. I'd gotten down a lot, but I ballooned back up. So I started this year at 186.7, I think. I was almost at 190 again, which 190 is like the highest in weight I've ever been. I officially, as of last week, um, am down 33.8 pounds. That's insane. Like, so, and I started the year off like that, right? I, I started, I think, like, February, March, really being like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm I'm getting it going. And it's taken me almost a whole year to get to this weight and to get to this body that I'm, like, so happy with. But it took time. It took commitment. And you had your struggles. But I did it. I freaking did it. And these last few weeks, I've lost, like, another, what, three to five pounds, just, like, the way I've been dealing with everything. 
I think I said it before too. When I went through a breakup before, like all I did was like go out and get blackout drunk, or I would like want to smoke weed, or just eat really bad food and sit and watch TV and cry. But like this has been totally different. Like I know me and I know how I feel, and I know alcohol would just make it so much worse. You know, it feels good at the time after one or two drinks, and then you just get sad, you get angry, you wake up with a hangover and feeling like crap and gaining more weight. Like. I don't want that. I don't want like this depressant to make me even more depressed, you know? <laughs> so I've been staying away from alcohol basically completely. I had a couple drinks yesterday. It was really fun. Um, but before that, it had been like two weeks since I had an alcoholic beverage, which is kind of crazy. Um, but it feels great. I haven't smoked weed in months. I haven't had a, hardly anything to drink. I've been going to the gym like crazy, lifting weights, working out, like running so much, meditating. I just feel really, really good and clean eating and cooking more for myself, like fresh cooked meals. Like it's just been a whole different kind of ball game for me, but it feels amazing, honestly. Anyway, but getting back to the point, um, that being said, I, uh, I, I, this glow up has been real and it's been making me really happy. And so the guy said the first week that after John broke up with me, he was like all to himself and everything. Well, the second week he started being a little nicer. Like well, there was one day he came down, he's like, did you do something different with your hair? And I was like, no which is kind of funny because anytime I would do something different to my hair, he would never, ever notice. But now I didn't do anything different, and he's making these comments. I'm like, interesting. And then um, don't come at me, people, please, because I know I'm going to get some hate for this because I know it's really bad for you, but it makes me feel really good, and I just needed some vitamin D right now. Okay, so he was staring at me hard one day in the kitchen, and he was like, have you been tanning again? And I was like, yeah, and he's like, nice. And I'm like, interesting. It's just weird, right? And, I mean, there's like a line of like, there's a line of living together and having no emotion. There's a line of living together and being nice and making it cordial. And then there's a line of like living together and then making comments like this. So that's how a week started, went by. And then last week it got really interesting because every day it was like that. He comes down and starts sitting on the couch right next to me to watch TV while I'm down there. Even when I'm watching Gilmore Girls, which he despises like probably most men. And, oh, your hair looks really good like that. I love it. Oh, thank you. Hmm. And then, you know, another like, oh, your makeup looks good or, oh, this and that. Just all these like over-the-top compliments, which is very strange. And then um, a couple nights ago, uh, he was very much like, you know, getting close to me. I was holding my bird watching TV. Every night he's down there with me like, oh, taste this. Oh, this is good. Try this. Just like, we're broken up. What are you, what are you doing? You broke up with me. Why are you being like this? He kept coming and, like, petting my bird and playing with him. And when he would do it, he'd be, like, touching my arm or touching my shoulder or getting too close, you know, so I'd back away. The cherry on top was that night, and I probably shouldn't be sharing this, but whatever. I, mm, 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 because, you know, you guys know what I've been through. Remember me on the last podcast. Remember. Uh, he stays up all night, and I'm like, I'm fixing to go to bed. Are you going to stay up and watch TV? And he's like, no, I'm going to bed, too. I said, okay, I'm going to put the birds up and get ready for bed. He doesn't go to bed. He stays down there with me. So for half an hour, my birds are eating. I'm watching this grand old Opry Christmas thing, and he would not go to freaking bed. So finally, the birds start screaming. I'm like, all right, I'm putting them up. And he's like, good night, bird friends. Like, we're going to bed together like he used to do. What? I turn off the lights. I turn on my little phone flashlight. I start walking up the stairs, and this mother effer grabs my ass. <laughs> Shitty you not. I'm walking upstairs. He's right behind me and he full on grabs a booty cheek and squeezes. And like, it's like the world stopped. Like, I did not know how to react. My first reaction that I really wanted to do was like freaking turn around and slug the hell out of him or slap him across the face. Like, what are you doing? But it's like, I was so angry was the first emotion, but also confused. 
but also like hurt and betrayed and like how freaking disrespectful are you you're gonna break up with me and 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 like i said change your shit the next day on facebook on all your social media make a point treat me like garbage and then you're gonna still think you can touch me like really oh you guys i i didn't even know what to think i really i didn't even know how to, i didn't even know how to handle that or navigate it and you know all these thoughts in my head is like what is he doing is he wanting to get back together is he just wanting some booty for the next few months like how who is he to think he can freaking do that like, I'm not your property. I never was, but especially not now. I, get off of me. So I just turned around. I was like, you can't do that anymore. And then he laughed like he thought it was funny or I was joking. And I said, no, I'm serious. And he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. And then I just went to my room and I shut the door. And I'm not going to lie. It took me a long time to go to sleep. I was really shaken up by that. Like, I, I'm just so used to guys trying to take advantage and I and I've been with a lot of douchebags like that that was all my whole thing back in the day like I liked guys that treated me like that which is so sick and awful but I've grown so much to like I never want to be with somebody like that again and just the amount of disrespect like what what's actually going through your head right now like what even was that you know like I don't know it, it really deeply upset me on so many levels but uh anyway I figured that after I handled it like that, that the next day he was going to go back to being like uh, a dick <laughs> again. And I was right. Uh, very much door shut, staying to himself, not talking to me. I don't know if he was like shooting a shot thinking I'd be like, yeah, like let's have sex. That, that'd be great. I love getting dumped and being treated like a piece of shit and then having sex with that person who did that to me. Like that's my jam. Idiot. Anyway. So, uh, that's what happened, and then now, uh, a couple days later, it's been, he is going back to being nice again, uh, you know, eating dinner next to me, sitting there watching TV and movies he doesn't like right beside me, made me popcorn, like, I, I, I don't know, man, it's really messing with my head, and this is why I just, I swear to God, if I just could win the lottery, even, I said 50000 even $10,000, even like $10,000, I would break this lease if he'd agree to it, or just pay my part out. And, and move out and get my own apartment because, like, these head games are really messing with me. But I'm to the point now where it's just, like, a, such a turnoff. Like, what what are you even doing, dude? Like, you have some real issues. You need help. You need therapy. You have some mental shit going on that you really need to get addressed for your own good and for every other girl you talk to the rest of your life. You need help. But it's sad to me because I don't think he's ever going to get it. But anyway, I digress. So basically, that's the way things have been. I, uh, I've i had a really good friend group through everything. Uh, last weekend, I went to a girls' day out where we like went to my girlfriend's house, and there was like five or six girls that came over. We all made gingerbread houses. Um, they all drank mimosas. I actually didn't even drink, which was so weird for me again. Uh, we watched Christmas movies, just shot the shit. It was so fun. I had the best day. It was an amazing time. Uh, last night, I went to a Christmas parade um, where Jeeps were in jeeps were in and uh got some good mexican food after and i don't know just like i've been keeping myself busy and to the point of like i feel like i'm doing too much now uh you know after the grieving happened i definitely was like okay i'm not gonna nap anymore i'm gonna go to bed early i'm gonna go 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 i've been getting like my dental work done i found a new doctor i've been scheduling my OBGYN, and like all this stuff because obviously i'm gonna be off the insurance soon too so that's fun 
Um, <laughs> but that and like just going to the gym constantly, going to get coffee. I'm starting to look at continuing education classes. Like I'm just, I'm really keeping myself busy and trying to stay positive, lean into hobbies, lean into things that are going to help me in my future. And I think I'm just like kind of exhausting myself because I haven't really let myself rest and feel since those first couple of weeks, which I probably need to. So anyway, but it's been good. I have a couple of weeks coming off or a couple of weeks off coming up. My bad. Um, from work and you know it kills me having two weeks off and not taking a trip but at the same time I really need to save money right now obviously to get out on my own again it just would not be good so I'm planning on just you know being healthy getting up early working out healthy meals just just I don't know it'll be an interesting um, couple weeks to just catch up on sleep and myself and continue my healthy habits. So there you go, guys. That is basically what has been going on in my life these past couple weeks. Um, Once again, thank you from the absolute bottom of my heart. I am so grateful for you all. I I don't know how I would have got through this without you guys. Like, I genuinely don't. Like, I feel sad for him because he did all this stuff, but I I still do feel sorry for him because I feel like he doesn't really have that big of a support system, you know, outside of like, I don't know, like, Maybe it's because he's a dick. (laughs) I don't know. Either way, that's not my place to say or judge, but I'm just very, very grateful and thankful and and such a lucky person to have such a giant support system. So genuinely thank you to all of you. And uh, yeah, look, I just did it. I ripped off the Band-Aid, another podcast here. But this has been my healing journey so far. I know I've got a long way to go. I will keep you guys updated on it all as it continues. And uh, I love you all. I genuinely do. And anytime you guys are going through something, please reach out to me because I would love to be here for you guys as you all have been for me. So love you all. Happy holidays.